0: to How to Get Laid on Tinder for Men, where we
1: explore sex, dating, communication, and everything in between. Here's to more adventures, fun, and great sex. Hello and welcome. Today's topic is dating, things I would never do again. Hello, Carmen.
0: Hello, everyone.
1: So let's kick it off. With stories and insights around dating and things we would never do again. So um, I'll start, Carmen. One of my first ones, a big mistake I made with dating is in relation to dating apps in the early days. Yeah. So um, I went on a date with a guy. He had one blurry photo and I went on a date. We went for a drink here in Richmond and he was a really nice guy. Uh, but there was just no attraction. I just didn't get enough of a feel with just the one photo, and then also he had weird teeth, and that's you know like a um, bit of a turn off for me,
0: yeah, I think the one photo thing's dangerous. I think sometimes it scammers as well behind the one photo uh and so I have an occasion where. I've been speaking to someone and, you know, you get off their app either on the phone or you go to WhatsApp or whatever, and I've asked for more photos. And so if I really did feel it with the guy, I just ask them for some more. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, because sometimes it might be they've just got on the app, you know, and good on them for jumping on. Because in the book, I even say it's better to get on than, you know, try and have things perfect before you get on. And if yeah. you, you know, if you've only got one photo, you've been on there a day or whatever, then I think it's fine. I think it's a great strategy to ask for more photos.
0: Yeah, um, but you know, it, you're making the woman do more work by saying, "Hey, could you send me some photos?" Or so you know, if uh, you know, if I was a guy, I'd stick a few up there at least.
1: Yeah, and do what you can because you can always change them later. Um, that's yeah. really that aspect's really interesting too. Like sometimes you know, it's a set and forget, and you don't you don't think that it's going to take you like you know a minute to change some photos. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and, and linked to that one, I would say, in dating that I would never do again, is date anyone with no photos.
0: Yes, definitely not. Yeah, so that first date. I sometimes, a, see, one, I sometimes see people on Tinder with, like, a picture of uh, a landscape or a dog or something, and I'm like, do you, like, ever get matches? Like, I'm just curious. Or a quote. You yeah. You know, is what
1: sums you up in life, that quote?
0: Yeah. The sun or, rises or, sometimes, every day. <laughs> or sometimes like a chest, like a well-defined chest. And I'm like, I don't know, maybe some women might swipe right on a chest without a face. So I don't know.
1: Yeah, but we do like faces. Like there's no doubt about it. We like to see uh, faces. So you're yeah, not having any photos. like, And I was guilty of that, Carmen. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's a classic story. And I think I have told that story. But for the, those of you who haven't heard it, I was early days, 20 years ago, RSVP, I didn't have a photo up, chatted to a guy online, went to the pub to meet him for a drink. I went to the bar, he walked into the door, took one look at me and said, I don't think this is going to work out. And it's really interesting because I put it up on on TikTok and the How to Get Laid on Tinder account and it went off. Everyone giving their... Two cents worth on what whether it was he was justified what he did, and and other people going what's unkind and I would have stayed for at least one
0: drink and really really fascinating. Yeah, I know. I just couldn't get over how did you guys get to a first date without you having a picture? Like I just couldn't get to the you know understanding that bit. So, but yeah,
1: yeah, and so really really interesting. So, but for me, I actually think it was fair what he did. I think it was not necessarily kind, but it was fair. And so for me, you know, that's fine. That's a good lesson learned. So, uh, yeah, especially in this day and age where we're, it's so much more, um, it's so much easier to have online photos available. Because we're talking over 20 years, Carmen, so that was another aspect. You just didn't have online photos.
0: Yeah, I guess so. so.
1: I, you'd have to, you know, anyway, I'm going to the... <laughs> Um, back in the dark edges okay so that's something um dating I'd never do again is go out with someone with only one photo or no photos what's something you'd never do again Carmen
0: well I would never delay saying no to someone so I went out on a first date with this guy let's call him Mr Train Driver lovely guy just didn't feel the connection but I didn't let him know that I sort of like you know, he indicated he wanted to see me again. I had limited availability, um, and so what he did was he changed his entire roster for the next week. He convinced someone at work to swap his their 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 times that they work so that he could actually go out to dinner with me. So once he achieved this major feat of changing his entire week roster, he then messaged me to ask me which night I wanted to go out for dinner with him, and I then needed to say. Oh, thanks, but no thanks. And I remember, yeah, at the time, niche. I know, I know. I remember the time I was like so uncomfortable about saying no that I made it so much worse for him.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, that's an, again a good lesson learned,
0: isn't it? Yeah. So just like rip the bandaid off and just you know, yeah, yeah. Tell them it's not what they want to hear
1: yeah when that one where I talked about I went on the date with the guy with the one blurry photo. I did that. I still remember where I was sitting. I got in the car before I drove off. I sent him a message. Mm. Like I just I just had to rip that band aid off
0: yeah yeah and
1: it's it's we all know it's not a nice thing to do, but it's better to get the the bad news quickly uh, and in a timely fashion. yeah that's a good yeah. one <laughs>
0: um
1: the next thing um Related to dating that I would never do again is talk too long on on an app or even on the phone before and and let it go too far. It's like almost online online dating true online dating. It's like you're dating on the phone or on the um the app so what happened to me yes. is there was this guy that i I really liked, and we moved it to the phone really quickly. And then we talked on the phone every night for a week, mm. because that was the first time that we could we could get together. So it doesn't sound like this really long time, but it would have been you know I don't know ten to twenty hours of not 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 really the time, but it was the emotional energy and the commitment I was making to him already. Yes. So you know there was a lot um, riding on it and then when we met uh you know I sort of had a bit of a reaction where I'm like oh intellectually you're attractive but he was he was quite um slight and just you know um I just yeah just didn't have that real animal attraction to him, even though intellectually I still thought he was attractive, right? He had great photos and I still thought he was attractive. Anyway, so we went out for coffee and then went for a walk in the park and we sat down and I remember he was trying to patch me in the park and it was just so uncomfortable. So Mm. that could have been really romantic or really uncomfortable and it was uncomfortable. And then what happened was he felt that obviously and I wrote to him later going, look, you know, there wasn't much or something like, um, I'd still you know I know th- there weren't fireworks but I'd love to see you again and it was not nut for him so it was it was a no so even yeah. though I knew he was into me more than I was into him as soon as I pulled back um, then he just called it a day um, and it was a real ero- um, emotional roller coaster for me and that was simply because I made attachment an attachment with somebody emotionally before I'd even met them.
0: Mm. Yeah, I, I I've got a story that's similar. This is a, in early on in my dating days where I didn't have phone calls before I met with people. I do now. We'll we'll get to that in a in a sec. But I was talking to this guy, and for some reason, something was happening in one of our lives, and we couldn't meet for a while. So we're messaging back and forth. This is in the old days with the RSVP messages and. Whatever, and and then we finally met, and he like it was fine, but then he said something <laughs> instead of something. Yeah, and I'm just like, are you kidding me? Like, I'm not perfect. My grammar is far from perfect, but I'm like, do you not have someone in your life? Is your social capital so low? That you don't have someone to go, hey, hey, dude, it's something. Not something. Now, I've shared this story before, and some people think I'm a hard ass bitch, but you know, everyone's got their things or some things, and um, that's one of mine. Yeah, exactly. And
1: it's, yeah, it just because, and also maybe because it's a word that is used a lot. Yes. Because another one for me is um, something. I've got something oh, yeah. I want to tell you.
0: Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, I And, yeah. you've, and yeah. you've you've raised words that I've said wrong before. Um, so I'm far from perfect. But I don't know, this was just a real turn-off for me. Yeah. And it's really interesting. Do you think it was what it symbolized that he wasn't educated? Or do you what was it? Yeah, so for me it was a lack of education and a lack of people around him. That um, like you wouldn't get you wouldn't let me get away with saying something Maureen. No, we're still working on um, brought and <laughs> brought. <board>. And brought. <laughs> yeah, so that's where I'm at. But um, but my 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 mum wouldn't have let me get around in the world saying something like it's just I don't know. It's like yeah, the people around me wouldn't accept that. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, the, the bigger point, Carmen, and thanks for your honesty oh, yeah. around all of that. I think the bigger point around it is what um, we all have our things that are non-negotiables, and sometimes they're you know they're hot spots, but they're yes. just things. so it could be the you know someone's grammar, it could be uh, the the way they treat people it could yes. be you know like so it's just really interesting so even though we're saying oh well you know is calm and too harsh because it's one word that this guy says but it's it's associated with um connection and what is
0: a hot spot for for the other person i think and
1: and that you yeah. know it's got to be a match
0: yeah and i'm intellectualizing it but it just shat me so let, that's that's what yeah
1: yeah exactly exactly um so that's a um a, a good one um Another one that I've got um, is, uh, which I think we've chatted a, bit, a little bit about before, Carmen, is going straight to dinner on the first date.
0: Yes. So what's so, your take on this? Yeah. So for me, I I sort of see dating as like incremental investment. So you had this whole investment of a week with that guy until you finally met him and there wasn't chemistry. Um, So for me, before we get to the dinner thing, I I just want to share with everyone my views on a phone call before the first date. Now, I know this isn't universally done, but for me, a phone call before the first date is required because on a phone call, I just think I can tell so much about a person. For starters, I can hear if they say something, but I can hear their intonation, their tone of voice, which can be really sexy. I can... I just, I just learned so much about a person. And I think the majority of people that I speak to before a first date, I decide I don't want to meet them. So for me, it's an efficiency thing. Why commit to a whole first date, getting dressed, working out where to go, etc. If we can just jump on the phone and have a quick discussion. So what I find is that there's a whole series of reasons people won't jump on the phone. One is they say they're too nervous or too shy to talk on the phone. I'll tell you what, I'm 37. And if, you're got, if you've are you gone to like the eight, your 30s and you're not prepared to jump on the phone because you're too scared, like the, you're not the right person for me. Like I, I used to be petrified of speaking on the phone, but you need to do some things that you're scared of. The other reason I've had for people not jumping on the phone is, oh, I've been scammed. I can't trust people with my phone number. It's like, if you're not a trusting person like it's just not going to work with us um so yeah for, for me a phone call is non-negotiable
1: yeah and for me um i feel like i've got superpowers by what they write to me and how they appear in their pictures so yes. i i can make that judgment and i'm not usually very um wrong with it um whereas because you're such an auditory person and you're not good with facial recognition or, and face stuff. That that it's different. So I think yes. for the people listening, it's like, what sort of person are you? Do you get Do you get a vibe from from pictures with people of of people and how they write and how they express themselves? Or are you like Carmen, where you really you know it really confirms it for you through that phone call and that interaction, um, the verbal interaction?
0: Yeah. So, so I'm speaking to a guy at the moment. Mm. And he's like, oh, do you want to catch up? And I'm like, happy to have a phone call first. And he goes, oh, I'm old fashioned, i just catch up and whatever. And I'm like, great, well, I don't catch up without a phone call. So, you know, good luck. Like we're at a stalemate. Um, So that's how strongly I feel about it.
1: Yes. And it's like, it's also because he obviously doesn't want you enough if he's not willing to get on the phone.
0: Yeah. And like that's
1: what it, you know, boils down to is, you know, life is full of, um, being brave and taking risks and do things you're uncomfortable with, and sometimes you just got to go that extra mile and do the thing that, that that's comfortable for the woman, uh, it, you know, if it's not dangerous, if that's you know, if you really want to <laughs> meet that woman.
0: Yeah, but over just yeah. talking
1: to Carmen, let me tell you, or oh, well, sometimes. <laughs>
0: But over to the dinner thing, not not agreeing to dinner on the first date. Um, so we both agree on this, but for different reasons. So share with me, Maureen, what's going on for you around this?
1: Um, because um, I think it stems back to when I was in my 20s, uh, this guy I like. I, I was out dancing one time in the city, and he was a beautiful um, Irish guy, handsome whatever but he was just too keen on me and so it put me off a little bit he was a bit a bit you know obsessed and it was my birthday and he bought me this amazing jumper I'm getting to the point of the story soon Carmen and (laughs) um then I remember he got bought me this beautiful jumper and flowers and whatever. And I didn't come up from a family with money. So no one in my family would even buy me that something that expensive. You know, it was like this mm. beautiful, beautiful jumper. And I remember my mum just, you know, and I'm like, oh, I don't know that I like him. And mum's saying something like, oh, go out with him. You know, he's bought you these things that you'd at least owe, owe him a date or whatever. So it's like this. Um, being beholden this thing I've got photos of that day actually wearing the jumper and crying I've still got the photos Um, so it's this thing of um, owing people and fairness that they've given me something and then what do I owe them in return so if going Mm. with someone on a first date it's not really about the money part but it's like the 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 effort that they've put into it and the thought and the spending of the time and then there's all that sort of stuff where to reject them for me is harder because yeah. I, I don't think it's very fair, especially if they have shouted the dinner and I know from when I meet them that I'm not into them. So, yes. um, yeah, so that's that's what it is for me. So I much prefer to, you know, go for a walk where you can get out of there pretty quickly, um, but usually I don't. Usually I see good and interesting things in everybody. So an hour's walk gives me exercise, is not going to kill me and I get to talk to someone for an hour and then if there's chemistry and if I like the person, then I'll move it to dinner.
0: Yes. Well, um, I I see where you're coming from with that. I think I'm a little bit more self-serving in my reason for not wanting to have dinner on the first day. Um, for me, it it is really painful if I don't like them. So there was a one stage a number of years ago, I think I was off my game in my filtering methods, and I caught up with this guy for dinner. He really wanted to go for dinner, so I said sure. And it was just so painful and so boring and like there was never gonna go anywhere. And like we we were waiting for the entree, and then we had to wait for the dinner the actual dinner part. I'm just waiting for it to all be over. This guy, the only thing he was interested in was selfies and and getting new shirts, which is fine. But like seriously, you've got no other interest. Anyway, I just so wasn't feeling it, and the entire time was just painful. And so I was, you know, sharing my time. It was draining my energy, and it's just like just start off with a small investment of time and energy. Like you said, um, a, a walk or a, a drink. Now, I have had dinner on the first date, so I caught up with this guy for a drink not long ago and it turned into dinner. Like, I, that can work, but I'm not going to commit to dinner up front.
1: Yeah, yeah. And for me, it's a no. Unless, like, there's just really great energy and, you know, I just go, yeah, I'm really going to enjoy you know, I think there's real potential there, but but yeah. I but because of my reasoning before, I still would be more, much more tentative with with it, and usually, um, and usually avoid it.
0: Okay. And actually, what I'm thinking of, Maureen, is the the times dinner on the first date has worked is when I've met the people in person. So instead, you know, in the big wide world, not the dating apps. And so I've already met them. I've We've already assessed a lot, and so dinner on the first date worked well in those cases. Yeah, because that's really a different scenario, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Although, I would say, because I went for breakfast with this guy as a first date, and it's really funny. I feel less um, strongly about that one. Maybe uh, that's weird, isn't it? It just came to me. But anyway. Yeah. Um, Maybe it seems like it's shorter, and it I don't know I don't know what's going well, on there no, no,
0: no, only, only, one, only one thing, not an entree main and dessert, you know you have bacon and eggs, and that's it,
1: yeah, exactly <laughs> okay, um, next one is to go somewhere I really don't want to go on a first date, yeah. not, I'm not going to do that again, so years ago, um a guy invited me to the rugby and I just yeah wasn't wasn't that keen and um, I wasn't that keen on him and I wasn't that keen on the rugby and, then, and then he made me pay so um, <laughs> <a> triple whammy <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I think it's just an, you know a blanket statement and that you know and I think guys should really be thinking for themselves too like what is it mm-hmm. that you if did she want you to go somewhere you really don't want to go well i suppose it depends how much you like her but um um yeah especially on if you're not really into them i i wouldn't do it yeah no okay um next one i've got carmen and this is a weird one but i suppose they're all a bit weird but walk out of the house not feeling hot now yes. let me explain Sometimes, because I'm a bit of a last-minute person, I wouldn't plan what I was going to wear the night before, you know, like I don't generally do that. So sometimes I've been in a rush and I've been wrangling kids and then I'm like, oh, I, you know, even if I'm going for a walk, I want to wear my my faves, you know, my favourite mm-hmm. exercise gear. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and if I don't, then I don't, it's not really the way to, to do with what I look like, but it's how I feel. Mm. So if I'm not in yeah. my behave, if I'm not in my, you know, the things that I feel really comfortable and hot in, then it just doesn't work because then I exude really weird energy, I reckon.
0: <laughs> what are your thoughts around this one? I don't know. I've never really thought about it. Like if I do go out on a date, like I do, like it does take a little bit of effort to, you know, make yourself feel good. Um, but you've but got your go-to's, yeah. haven't you? Like you know, your spotty well, dress. you have got a whatever. very limited wardrobe and very limited number of hairstyles. So, like, there's not much, not not much to choose from.
1: <laughs> Excellent. So, my tip there, guys, is uh, it's not so much what other people think of what you're wearing, but how you feel wearing it. Mm. That's a bit of Maureen wisdom for the day. Um, <laughs> Uh, The next thing is um, this is getting into the date. So, dating things I'd never do again is sometimes when I like the person, I try and sell myself a bit. Mm. And I think it's a little bit um, that I do it subconsciously, but I like I might talk a bit. And it's like, you know, let's share a list of Maureen's 100 best achievements in her life. (laughs) i've done the highest bungee of the world and i won the squash corporate games and i've you know uh came second in two marathons and i'm an entrepreneur and i've got four houses and you know and it's just like this you know verbal <laughs> diarrhea of my <laughs> and i had two children on my own and like it just goes on and on <laughs> <laughs>
0: And you've got what 10,000 followers on TikTok, you can add have that 10,
1: 000, now. And my video went viral to up to 2.1 million. Um, and the list goes on and on We're and on. have 82 virtual assistants, yeah. I've got 82 virtual assistants, and I've won tennis tournaments and I've traveled to over 50 countries. You're and doing a 500 kilometer bike ride in a couple of months for the third time. <laughs> And I'm self-made. I've never been married, so it's you know never been a splitting of assets that I've you know where I've got extra money and like it just goes on and on. Anyway, (laughs) enough about me. Uh, But let's talk about me, shall we? So um, I think I don't know. Especially Australian men, like I just don't think it um, makes them hard, Carmen. It go into Americans or something. Yeah, I think yeah, it'd, yeah. I think it'd work much better in the states. So what I so so my take on it is I to avoid big noting myself without any self um deprecation in there. Mm. So I'm mindful of that anyway in life, especially in Australia.
0: You need to put yourself down a bit.
1: Come on, you know.
0: Yeah, I mean you've taught me that for you know writing marketing copy and doing videos and stuff for our business. So.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, you know. You problem just problems. need to apply it to your dates. Yeah, yeah. So I studied computer programming and I was shit at it. Um, you know, I don't know. I, I, it's hard for me to find other I things. Of them. Um, I don't like cooking. I'm not very good at it. But the thing is I am like, if I put the effort in. So it's very hard for me to. <laughs> oh, I don't, you know. Oh, I could do one around, you know, say things about how I'm, you know, Tell me something and I'll forget it um, 10 minutes later. Um, So, yeah, yeah. So I think um, that's a really big one for me too is just not big noting myself too much.
0: Yeah.
1: But I've still got to work on it because I I don't know what, especially if I like the person, Um, if I don't like them that much, I think I ask them a whole lot of questions and
0: I don't know. Yeah, I I do that. If I don't like them that much, I I like pick their brains, learn everything I can and get out of there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And you know why, what else um, makes this worse is because guys I like are usually good communicators, so they are asking me questions and people sometimes say I talk a lot but I listen a lot too and I think it's a pretty good combo. So, but the problem is, if they like, if they're really good communicators and they ask me questions, sometimes I'm often racing, you see, with my <laughs> list of 101 achievements. So, um, maybe you just need to create a downloadable and get them to read it before the date. Like, say, yeah. you, know, you don't
0: have to go over it all.
1: And maybe, maybe, Carmen, it doesn't matter at all. to do, Maybe it's got nothing to do with it. Maybe they're just not into me maybe maybe but i do think that i remember one one date years ago and this guy was really hot and i really liked him and he said oh well you just sound too good to be true and i don't know what that meant but uh i don't think he was turned on by my achievements coming <laughs> so um so yeah there you have it they are the th- Things in dating that I would never
0: do again. Yes. Well, there's an um, extensive list from both of us. So I hope the people listening have got some um, insights into that and, you know, deciding which ones they might never do again. And if you're interested in learning more about dating, how to communicate with women online, highly recommend to check out Maureen's book, How to Get Laid on Tinder.com.au. It goes into all sorts of detail and explains a lot of this like practically on how to do it and how to do it well
1: yes so it was lovely um having you all listen today it really put it to you to consider where your boundaries are and things that you'll never do it again in your dating life um we'll speak to you next time bye yeah.